0: The Circle, a story written and narrated by Robin Mills. Chapter One, The Ambush. Running unusually late, Shanty rushed inside the building that had belonged to her family for as long as she could remember. She'd entered the building a million times before. This time, things were different. In her mind, everyone moved in slow motion all eyes were on her. It was as if they had expected her to fold under the pressure of her father's sudden death. She tilted her chin up with pride the way she always did and confidently strolled toward the boardroom's door. She reached it and was surprised to see that it was ajar. The meeting had started without her. Everyone was there. Cleo Turner had been the personal assistant to the late Quincy Stevens for over nine years and seemed all too eager to please, all the time. She wore a constant smile. Shanty remembered telling her father, Daddy is not normal. She smiles all the time, to which her father replied, But what is normal? Over the years, Shanty became accustomed to Cleo's ways. She couldn't help but question what Cleo's idea of loyalty was, as she appeared to claim no ground and straddled many fences. Cleo seemed to have let time escape her, and as though she were trying to recapture her youth in her stance and in her attire. She was an odd one. The heavyset, middle-aged, dark-skinned woman positioned herself closest to the food as usual. Her eyes darted about as they captured the room. She smiled and nodded in acknowledgement as they made eye contact with Shanty. Self-proclaimed bachelor and head photographer Del Spencer loved to hear himself talk, Quincy Stevens hired Dale even though he had little to no experience in photography. Everyone speculated over Quincy's decision. Dale worked hard and made a name for himself in a matter of years. As Shanty made her way to the head of the table, Dale stood and pulled a chair out for her. Stacy Stevens, Shanty's older sister, sat motionless. Her eyes were red and swollen from the continuous tears that had cascaded her cheeks since she'd received the news of their father's demise. Easygoing and quiet was her nature. People took her kindness for weakness. This was the reason Quincy Stevens named Shanty the vice president of the family's corporation. Shanty was a born leader with a natural knack for getting things done. Stacy was more of a background player. Her soft-spoken voice was both calming and annoying at the same time. She never needed rescuing because she never took chances that put her in positions of risk. This safe lifestyle kept her safe and relationship-free. Samantha Joyner Stevens, the late Quincy Stevens' ex-wife, was in the room, and she was a real piece of work. She was two years older than Shanty, and they never hit it off. It was obvious that Shanty got situated at the head of the table. The cuts of the eyes made it apparent that there was bad blood between the two. Samantha made it known that she never liked the relationship that Shanty and her husband shared. She was jealous of their closeness. Quincy always put Shanty first. Samantha would never forget the day Quincy stood looking down at her as he yelled, You will not speak to my daughter that way. Samantha knew then that she could never completely have her way because she could never completely have him. He was obsessed with his children. Samantha was known to say that she was sharing her husband with way too many bitches. What fueled the fire was the fact that Shanti never took any of Samantha's shit. Deep down, Samantha knew that Shanti was not the one to test, so she was careful not to test her. The spokesperson and in charge of public relations for Stevens Worldwide, Jeff Davis, was there, a real go-getter. Jeff ran interference whenever there was trouble. He had 10 years under his belt with the company. Shanty never liked his take charge attitude or the way he always had an idea that he simply ran with, with no form of a thought process. While her father had tolerated his take charge attitude, Shanty was not as confident in his abilities. By her way of thinking, he was a loose cannon who'd always been allowed to do things his way without check. And all that was about to change. Shanty was ready for fresh blood. Jeff didn't seem like the type that would accept change willingly. His awakening would be rude and sudden. Sitting at the head of the table was a different experience for Shanty. It felt odd being in her father's chair. Stevens Worldwide had started out managing local talent and ultimately became an icon that was known to the world. It represented some of the world's most talented recording artists and hosted events the masses stood in line to attend. Quincy was a man to know. Anyone who wanted to make it in the business knew that Stevens Worldwide would get them there. Mingling with the stars was a natural thing in Shanty's world as a child. Each time she thought of him, she felt the turn of the knife that had situated itself deep within her belly. He left before she was able to say goodbye. There was no assistance for him. Her eyes ached with sorrow. She wondered what his last moments must have been. A warrior was a reflection his memory brought to her eyes. Realizing that she was not alone and that there was no time to break down, she regained her composure. The purpose of the meeting was to inform the staff of any changes that would be made, not sit around and have a pity party. The funeral had been two days prior to the meeting. Everyone who cared was still raw with the pain of the loss. Shanti straightened the papers that had been placed on the table in front of her more out of nervousness than anything else. She learned from past experiences that in order to leave, there could be no room for weakness. Now was a time to show strength. More importantly, she learned that because you see smiles does not necessarily mean that you see friends. The energy in the room was off, and the stupid thing was the fact that she was expected not to notice. Shanti took a deep breath, and gazed about the room. She spoke calmly, in a matter-of-fact kind of way. Good morning, everyone. I see you've taken it upon yourselves to start the meeting I called without me. Would anyone care to inform the new president of this company what she has missed, or would that be asking too much? She was visibly irritated. Complete silence. Not a word was uttered. Shanty remained silent, waiting for an answer. Cleo looked around and then took it upon herself to respond. Shanty, honey, we thought you might need a little more time to compose yourself after all your father did just die. And this is such a huge responsibility. No one intended to overstep or leave you out. Samantha chimed in. Anyway, you've not missed much. We were just making suggestions as to which direction we want to take the company in. There's been talk about merging with global. Would that be such a bad thing? Everyone here realizes how hard Quincy worked to build this business. No one is trying to belittle that fact. We're merely looking at our options. Shanti could hardly believe her ears. Her father had not been in his grave for a week. And here this bitch was making plans to merge. Plans that her father would never have approved of. Plans that could not be made without her approval. She had not been one to tolerate forms of disrespect. It was clear that this was disrespect of the most blatant kind. She knew she had to nip it in the bud before it spread any more than it already had. In a slow motion, Shanty pushed her seat away from the table. Glancing around the room, she stood slowly. She spoke clearly to ensure that she would not have to repeat herself and that there was no room for confusion. Let me be the first to assure you that there will be no merger. My father did not work himself into the ground, to have you turn this company into a circus. I am the president of Stevens Worldwide and any decisions that need to be made will go through me and only me. Now, I realize that this may be a difficult concept for some of you to grasp, but you will do well to understand. I'm standing right here right now. Now, does anyone else have anything else to say? Is there some other confusion that needs to be straightened out? She paused long enough to allow a question or a comment and then went on to say, the simple fact of the matter is business is business and we can't afford distinction amongst the rank. Now is a time for us to band together to show strength, not fall apart. Now, if you can't see yourself getting down with this process, let me know right now. The calm in the room was anything but sincere. Shanty knew feathers would be ruffled. She was prepared for the fallout and was interested in responses. She knew she had enemies in the industry and in the boardroom. Her confidence was grounded in the fact that she knew that they existed already, and she was ready. Just as the hush in the room began to climb to a low murmur, the boardroom door opened as if on cue. Shanty looked in its direction. In stepped Andre Dalton. To be continued, join us next time to find out who is Andre Dalton.